emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. Well, everybody, it's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody, this is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into this. And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Dr. Eddie Connor. I, I was reading something the other day, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's been 50 years since uh, Dr. King was killed. 50 years later, they're still killing kings, you know, uh, to, to really speak truth to power, but also to, to speak to our young men about uh, police brutality, but also the whole spectrum that, in many cases, they live in the crosshairs of society. We can give them all the, the tips, tools, and things of the trade of how to govern yourself accordingly. But we see young men all across America, and we, you know, uh, in many cases, we just become desensitized to a young man who is shot and killed because the police were threatened by the fact that he pulled something out of his pocket and it was a phone when they thought it was a gun. Practitioner and spokesperson, Dr. Victoria Dooley. I 
do feel strongly that as the African-American community and the church, we need to take mental illness more seriously, and we need to make it okay for somebody to seek out health care for mental health issues other than prayer. Absolutely, 100%. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, Rochelle Riley. Uh, I, I can tell you, and before we leave uh, Ali, let me tell you that it wasn't just an interview with him, but my very first column called for the city of Louisville to have a museum for him because at that time there was nothing bearing his name except a little strip of street, you know, how it works in some cities where Martin Luther King Boulevard is in a part of town, but in the rest of the town it's named something else. That column ran and the mayor and other folks who knew better and who were embarrassed by it said, okay, it's time. And that helped lead to this effort that had been going on for some time to raise $80 million to build the Muhammad Ali Center, which now exists on the banks of the Ohio River. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemmons. And you are tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. And guys, tonight is a very, very, very special show. Uh, we have a lot of things to cover, of course. We're calling it Life After America's Got Talent, featuring my good friend, artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Mr. Anthony White. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we're going to be sharing with you his interview in just a little bit, um, talking about Life After America's Got Talent. I mean, guys, this is probably the largest, um, you know, platform largest stage for a talent show uh in the world and um you know we he's on talking about what life is like after uh the detroit youth choirs um you know historic run uh on this this um this awesome talent show and can't wait to share this interview with you on tonight um but before we get into that i want to give some special shouts out to uh, our our social media family. Uh, I mean, guys, I really appreciate you very, very much. And really, uh, especially with this show, you guys have really helped us out quite a bit in getting uh, the word out about uh, our interview tonight with artistic director Anthony White. Uh, he's been interviewed, of course, on Channel 7, Channel 4, Channel 2, and TMZ, and, uh, you know, other media, Kelly Clarkson show and other media outlets. Uh, and of course, those um, interviews are, um, you know, are on social media and on, on, you know, on television and whatnot. And they're being advertised and marketed uh, as well. But I thank you so very much for uh, posting, sharing, retweeting our posts, liking our posts about tonight's interview. Uh, those who are on our Facebook fan page, uh, those who are um uh, on our personal uh, fan, pa our personal page, uh, those on Twitter and Instagram, want to thank you all so so very much for liking, sharing, uh, reposting, retweeting uh, our radio show tweets. We truly truly appreciate. It. And I want to send special shouts out to some individuals who have really just um, gone over and beyond 
uh, that uh, Renita James, one of my day ones with Thinking Out Loud radio show, Kamika Hughes, former co-worker of mine, Rhonda Blair, Daryl Woods Sr., he was also a guest on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Sam Burtz, my good friend from my church, Anthony Wilson, Casey Roy, Tamika Pritchett, former co-worker of mine, Lori Nelson, uh, Greater Grace, Daniel Simmons, Connie Watson, Holly Sue, whose daughter Gwenny is also in DYC, Dothan Moore, uh, former schoolmate of mine, uh, Carl Roberts, my arch nemesis, go, go, uh, go Michigan State, Calvin Green Jr., what's up, man, Stephanie Vaught, former Michigan State University alumni, uh, and doing great. Keenan Tindall, schoolmate of mine, good friend of mine. Teen, uh, Tip Vernon, great friend of ours as well. Uh, Shardy Shard Wagner, good friend of ours. Uh, Tanisha Henley, Deidre Dickerson, Greater Grace, Brandon Durrell, Latanya Sharper Taylor, Greater Grace, Marjorie Coleman, Greater Grace, Korea Shelton, Greater Grace, <laughs> Pamela Marie, Greater Grace, Kwame Jones, Michigan State University, Crystal Ghostin, Chastity Paris Hall, Greater Grace, Starlet McAd- McAdery, Daniel Scott, Danielle Scott Shepard, good friend of ours, Shakira Ellis, good friend of ours. She also has a radio show, Changing the Conversation. Great uh, show as well. DeAndre, DeAndre McEwen, schoolmate. Pledge Williams, schoolmate of ours. Margarita Fagan Ramsey, schoolmate of ours. Lawana, her sister Lawana Fagan's uh, school friend of ours, schoolmate Millicent Gregg. I want to give all of these a very, very, very special shout out on tonight. Thank you so much for liking, sharing, retweeting, reposting uh, all of our uh, Thinking Out Loud radio show uh, posts. And man, it's just so many of you and even those on Instagram as well. Thank you guys so very much. I truly hope that you're listening on tonight. I just, again, want to thank you so very much from the bottom of our heart uh, for uh, all of your support of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And on tonight, we want to send a special shout out to uh, all of the Greater Grace Temple Christian Academy alumni. Um, these are uh, individuals who uh, I grew up with, went to school with back in the day. Uh, let me tell you, some of them um, I mentioned earlier um, as individuals who posted and uh, tweeted and retweeted and reposted and shared and liked and commented on our radio show interview for tonight. And uh, Holly Sue Jackson, Keenan Tindo, uh, Calvin Green, uh, Tanisha Wathen, Elizabeth Wathen, of course, Anthony White. Uh, he is a product of Greater Grace Temple Christian Academy. Um, Sean Hurt, uh, Charles Johnson, Anthony Green, Pledge Williams. I mean, guys, we, uh, you know, um, uh, Margarita Fagans, Lawana Fagans, DeAndre McEwen. Uh, me, uh, the, the list goes on and on. Uh, we have so many uh, uh, great young people that came right out of Greater Grace Temple Christian Academy that are doing uh, big things, not just in the city of Detroit, but even around the country. And we want to send a special shout out to all of you who are listening on tonight that are part of the Greater Grace Temple Christian Academy alumni and family. We love you to life, as our pastor says, and uh, thank you so very much for Again, liking, sharing, commenting on tonight's post. Uh, Anthony White is a product of Greater Grace Temple Christian Schools. And um, 
we are again dedicating tonight's show to our Christian Academy alumni as well as uh, dedicating tonight's show uh, to the life, legacy, and the memory of patriarch and pioneer of the Greater Grace Temple uh, Christian Academy, which has now been changed. His name has been changed in honor of his legacy, the Honorable Sainted Pastor Bishop David L. Ellis. That's right. He is a, a, a powerful uh, servant of God, a man of God, has made an indelible mark in not just my life, but in the lives of so many people. And we're dedicating tonight's show uh, to him. Uh, we just thank him so very much for all that he's uh, deposited in our lives. Um, and uh, and certainly we thank God for his life, for his legacy, and for his witness. Um, again, the Greater Grace Temple Christian Schools has um, um, just yielded some of the best and the brightest. Uh, some of the teachers I want to shout out on tonight from Greater Grace Temple Academy, Greater Grace Christian Academy, Professor William Duncan, the maestro himself. That's right, Charlene Coates, gym teacher, Miss Pruitt, one of my first principals. Uh, she's passed on, going on to be with the Lord. Deborah Johnson, principal, also going on to be with the Lord. Rosalind Stucky Matthews, my math teacher. I remember her. Love her to life. Byron Hunter, one of the uh, great artists of this uh, of this city, who um, also is a teacher, at, not just at Greater Grace Christian Academy, but also a teacher at David Ellis Academy West. Also to Daryl Ghostin, a gym teacher and artist extraordinaire. Uh, Miss Quick, uh, one of my homeroom teachers back in the day. Elder Christopher Wathen Sr., that's right, science teacher, man of God, uh, just really made an indelible mark and impression on us. Also want to give a special shout-out to uh, his son, C.J. Wathen Jr., who has also gone on to be with the Lord. Shouts out to him, uh, you know, tremendous uh, man of God and uh, just love him to life as well. Also, Pastor Gary Green, Coach Green uh, used to coach the basketball team there at uh, Greater Grace Christian Academy. Also, Diane Stuckey, uh, Dorothy Lyman. I mean, we had so many great teachers at the Greater Grace Temple Christian Academy. Just wanted to uh, take a few minutes and um uh, give them some uh, love on tonight's show. Again, Anthony White is a product of Greater Grace Temple Christian Academy, and I am a product of Great, Greater Grace Temple Christian Schools. And I can't tell you uh, how blessed I am, and I'm, I'm sure I speak for all of you who attended Greater Grace Temple Christian Schools and David Ellis Academy East and West. Uh, and, and when I say this, that uh, these are t uh, two of the best schools here, right here in the city of Detroit. Your young people are um, are definitely blessed to be able to attend these schools. They have some of the best teachers here in the city that are imparting not just, uh, you know, academic lessons, but great life lessons and, and even spiritual uh, lessons to help our young people move from one level to the next. So shouts out to uh, the Greater Grace Temple Christian Schools for all that they have done uh, in the lives of not just those who um, are listening uh, that are part of that family, but even those that are, uh, are, are still yet being groomed and developed in, the, in these school systems.
As I said, we're going to be interviewing um, or sharing with you our interview with Director Anthony White in just a few minutes. But before we uh, get there or go there, we're going to be uh, sharing with you some hot topics uh, during our What Are You Thinking About segment, talking about what you're thinking about. Uh, First uh, story we're going to be covering is a black man getting 45 years in prison for killing a police dog. That's right. You heard me correctly. A black male getting 45 years in prison for killing a police dog. Just think about that for a minute where you have um, Amber Geiger who got 10 years uh, for killing both them Shim Jean, a black man in his apartment, minding his own business one night, sitting on the couch, eating ice cream uh, is no longer with us because she mistakenly walked into uh, uh, the wrong apartment and was startled and shot and killed this black this black man sitting in his own apartment. We have a black male getting 45 years in prison for killing a police dog. I want you to just let that sink in for just a minute. We're going to be talking about that uh, in our What Are You Thinking About segment, sharing with you more about this story. Also, again, uh, sharing with you more of the fallout from Botham Shim Jean's um, uh, case, the Amber Geiger trial. She was sentenced to five, uh, 10 years in prison, but more has come out about uh, what uh, took place that night. Both them Shim Jean's neighbor, uh, the witness uh, that testified during the Amber Geiger trial, was killed in a drive by shooting. We're going to be sharing with you more about that story as well as, uh, uh, you know, the forgiveness fallacy. A friend of mine posted, and we shared this on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan, uh, fan page, as well as some other uh, interesting comments that have come out regarding this trial. I want to share with you some of that during our What Are You Thinking About segment. And finally, during our What Are You Thinking About segment, we're talking about Tyler Perry's opening the first ever black-owned movie studio uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, this is a tremendous, tremendous uh, movie studio. We've posted video in our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We'll be sharing with you some of the comments from celebrities that were there over the weekend uh, and the for the unveiling of this uh a $250 million film studio that's owned by a black man. I can't wait to share this story with you, and we'll be doing that in just a few minutes. And we also have a very powerful thought of the week for you on tonight, talking about our gifts making room for us. I can't wait to share that with you. goes in line with the theme of tonight's show, Life After America's Got Talent. These gifted young people that God has just tremendously used uh, in performing arts and music and how uh, their, uh, their gifts are just taking them places. And your gift certainly can take you places as well. We're going to share with you uh, more about that during our thought of the week. So as I said before, guys, we've got a great show in store for you on tonight. So without any further ado, let's get to it. You is live. A sea of race fists and silence. 2020 fight is getting very real. Democrats jumping in, speaking out. Jussie Smollett. A month ago, few people knew who he was. You're watching The Breakfast Club. If you take it all into consideration, Stephen A. Listen, the argument that where, where you absolutely disgust me. A dilemma right now. How you feeling? Better than I deserve. You feel better today? I'm getting there. Yeah. Which party? 
What's up, everybody? This is the What Are You Thinking About segment for the Tuesday, October 8th edition of the, of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And just really excited. Uh, we continue with our theme of uh, playing CHH artists that we listen to and love. Um, shouts out to Tadashi. Uh, this is song, Jump Out the Whip. Love the message behind this song, man. Christians can have nice things, man. We can drive the Bentleys and the Roses and live in the nice homes. You know, um, we don't have to take a vow of poverty to be a Christian. <laughs> but, um, but, but God is the kind of God that can um, bless us with those nice things as well. But that's not the reason that we serve him. But, um, you know, basically just saying that, you know, we can we can have those nice things, too. So you can stream this song, pick this song up anywhere you stream your music, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. Pick it up, man. Banging album. Love the single. Check Tadashi out. Powerful songs, man. But let's get into tonight's What Are You Thinking About segment. We're talking about. A uh, Ohio black male uh, burglar who was sentenced to 45 years behind bars for killing a police dog named Jethro after judge called his actions intolerable. That's right, guys. Kilantre Bearfield, 23, pleaded guilty to shooting a canine officer, Jethro, according to the Daily Mail. Uh, he was also pleaded guilty to multiple unrelated burglary and robbery charges. The judge sentenced him to 34 years for killing Jethro and 11 for other charges. I, you know, I tell this story, I share this story because, um, of course, you know, people are up in arms, including myself, regarding the uh, light sentence that uh, convicted murderer Amber Geiger got. Uh, just recently, uh, when her trial ended or concluded just a couple weeks ago, it may have been last week, I believe. And so she only got 10 years. Um, but this, this guy here got 45 years and the victims in both cases are very different. You have Amber Geiger who killed an innocent unarmed black male in his apartment minding his own business. And then you have a uh, a burglar who Ohio man black male killed a canine officer sentenced to 34 years for the incident and then resulted in shooting the dog in 11 years for additional crimes. Kalantra Bearfield, 23, pleaded guilty to both shooting canine officer Jethro and four unrelated burglary charges and aggravated robbery charges, according to the Stark County Clerk of Courts. And this story came out just uh, days after the 10-year sentence was handed down to uh, white officer, former officer Amber Geiger, sentenced to 10 years for killing the unarmed black male Botham Shim Jean. And, you know, of course it's hard to reconcile how how, you know how can this man, of course you know uh, there are other charges that are, you know, he's being um, accused of other things that he's uh, accused of, but you know, primarily speaking, 
he is being charged with killing this canine dog and the judge called these actions intolerable and yet you have this white cop and Amber Geiger who only got 10 years for killing a black man how do you explain that it's very hard to reconcile that with the American criminal justice system of course we talked about this the inequities of uh, of this criminal justice system in in our justice or just us shows and our when you think uh, when uh, when they see us shows and and you see this continuing to be played out right before our very eyes and it's just hard to stomach it's hard to fathom how this black man is being charged and uh, charged with killing this canine police dog and you know he's a human. He's not a human. He's a. This is a life. He's an animal. But this. But but you cannot compare the life of a dog to the life of a, a, a of a human being. You know, regardless of the race, the ethnicity. But you know, this is a, a human life that was taken, and yet this woman only got ten years behind bars. And you know, some are even trying to say that she may not even serve those full ten years. But um, I, I don't know what I, I'm just curious to know what your thoughts are about that. Uh, this article is posted on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. Love to get your thoughts and feedback on it. But again, I'm appalled by it. Uh, you know, I'm appalled to hear that uh, it's OK to send this black man to prison for 45 years, 34 of which because he killed a canine police officer, a canine, a canine dog or a dog, regardless of, you know, what it was trained to do, but he killed a dog. And yet you have a white police officer and Amber Geiger who killed an unarmed black man, a human being nonetheless, and she only got 10 years behind bars. I'm just confused by this, really. Love to know what your thoughts are about this. You can check this case, you can check this article out on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. Also, um, of course, continuing to talk about the Amber Geiger uh, fallout, you know, there are various things that are still yet happening uh, with this case. Um, just recently, um, Joshua Brown, who was a witness, uh, in fact, he was the neighbor of Botham Shimjean, who um, witnessed uh, this killing and testified during Botham Shimjean's uh, trial, Amber Geiger's trial. He was recently killed in a drive-by shooting. That's right. He was killed in a drive-by shooting. And, you know, there, of course, uh, theories out there that this was not coincidental. You know, that um, that this was done on purpose by someone who was upset either by him testifying or the sentence that was handed down to Amber Geiger uh, was also 
uh, believe that he would be testifying again in a lawsuit against the uh, Texas Police Department, I believe. Uh, so, you know, this is uh, really, really, uh, you know, strange that here you have a key witness in um, in this case who testified against Amber Geiger killed in a drive-by shooting. According to Fox uh, 6 News, Dallas, a man who was a key witness in the murder trial of former Dallas police officer Amber Geiger, was fatally shot Friday, October 4th in the parking lot of his apartment complex, according to attorney Lee Merritt. Joshua Brown was a neighbor of shooting victim Botham uh, Jean, who was sitting in his apartment in September 2018 when Geiger walked inside and shot him to death. You know, this is just this is crazy. Dallas police responded to a call for a shooting at the Atira Apartments complex around 10.30 p.m. Friday, police told CNN. Officers were flagged down by witnesses who directed them to Brown, who was lying on the ground of the apartment parking lot with multiple gunshot wounds and transported to parking lot Memorial Hospital where he died from his injuries. So our thoughts and prayers go out to his family, but obviously somebody wanted him out of the picture, you know. And of course, this is a definitely a racially polarizing case. A lot has come out of it. Uh, not just this young man's death, uh, both young men's death, both them Shim Jean as well as Joshua Brown, but also some of the activities that took place during uh, the uh, sentencing of uh, Amber Geiger, uh, Brant Jean, uh, both them Shim Jean's uh, brother, uh, doing his uh, victim testimony. Uh, victim statements um, made a point to uh, say that he forgave Amber Geiger for shooting his brother. He believed that his brother, if he were alive, would forgive her as well. He also mentioned that he didn't want her to go to prison or have to go to jail. And um, he also asked the judge if he could hug Amber Geiger as well. And uh, and so and this was quite controversial, um, you know, it, it, these statements as well as the video of him hugging Amber Geiger obviously went viral across social media and people have varying opinions regarding that as well. And uh, the hugs didn't stop there, but carried on even to the judge. The judge got in on the hugs and the hugging uh, during the trial. Or during the sentencing, she hugged Amber Geiger as well, and uh, not just hugged her, but also gave her her personal Bible. And um, you know, people have been chiming in on social media about uh, this, uh, what took place during the sentencing of Amber Geiger, and um, some, of course are upset about it and rightfully so um you know but we as christians are encouraged and admonished to forgive and uh you know it's interesting i wanted to share with you a couple comments that a couple things that uh were brought out and we actually posted these as well on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page, facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show. Um, 
about some of the fallout from the Amber Geiger case. Bishop Talbot Swan tweeted out, uh, and this is a powerful statement, hypocrisy is white Christians celebrating Brant Jean's forgiveness of a racist white cop who murdered his brother but can't forgive Colin Kaepernick for kneeling in protest of racist white cops like Amber Geiger for killing innocent unarmed black men like both them Shim Jean. That's a powerful statement, guys. That is a powerful Woo! That's a powerful statement. That is also posted on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. And another good friend of ours, Elder Mark Moore, made a post entitled The Forgiveness Fallacy. And I uh, just want to read you an excerpt from that. He posted this, and it's also uh, available on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page as well. You can check it out there. He said, forgive me, but we have been socialized in this country to protect the fragility of female whiteness at all costs. So today, instead of being heartbroken and outraged because an innocent man was shot in the heart while sitting on his couch in his home by a government employee who's trained to kill yet refused to administer CPR, we're focused on the feelings of the murderer. You've been bamboozled. To clarify, my frustration is with the judge, not the brother, and my issue is not that she forgave him, but with the fact that there are over 4,000 people of color facing life sentences in this country for nonviolent offenses. Powerful statement. And then comedian Ryan Deus, I also posted a video that he uh, made that's on his page, but it's also on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page as well, made a very powerful and compelling video about this case, talking about compassion, how it is not equally distributed to the African-American community. While white women seem, you know, while it seems to get, white people seem to get compassion much easier and quicker than their African-American counterparts. And this is just another example of this. This case, this Amber Geiger case is just another example of compassion being being distributed to the white community. And we encourage you to check out both of these posts, all of these posts, you can find them again on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We love to get your thoughts and feedback on all of this. A lot of things to um, to really unpack and uh, and and cover during tonight's show. And finally, finally, Tyler Perry's movie studio opening, guys. This is amazing. Again, we've posted video on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page of this as well. The weekend of October 6th, film and entertainment mogul Tyler Perry officially launched and opened his $250 million movie studio in Atlanta, Georgia. It sits on a whopping 330 acres of property and even has a life-size replica of the White House. That's right, guys. It was created just for his new series called The Oval, coming to BET. It also has 12 sound stages named after prominent African-American actors and actresses like Oprah Winfrey, Cicely Tyson, Halle Berry, Spike Lee, and Denzel Washington, just to name a few. The property was formerly a U.S. military base for a base called Fort McPherson that Tyler Perry scooped up for a $30 million price tag. I'm telling you, when you see the video of this property, it is breathtaking. The weekend opening was a star-studded affair with celebrities from all over the country and the world converging on this hollow ground to witness history in the absolute making. 
I want you to listen to some clips of celebrities talking about uh, this awesome, awesome film studio. You're going to hear from people like uh, Demetria McKinney from the House of Pain, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Michael Eric Dyson, Michael Ely. Uh, Keenan Leon, Pastor Shirley Caesar, Lance Gross from House of Pain, Will Packer, Byron Allen, Spike Lee, Halle Berry, Tina Knowles, Oprah Winfrey, and of course the man, the myth, and the legend, Tyler Perry. Take a listen. I'm ready to be in awe. It's just such an amazing, amazing thing to watch an architect at work. I remember watching him on the stage plays, on the videos, and then getting to actually tour with him and watch his process and watch his genius work. And to know that he just believed, he dreamed, he prayed, and he made it happen. Think about where we're standing. Think about the man who now owns this. Well, that is a black man, and we are standing on what used to be Confederate ground run by slaves. Correct. It is close to 400 acres. Crazy. At a time when black folks prayed that they would get 40 acres and a mule. Well, now we've got 400 acres. No need for a mule because we've got Mercedes-Benz, we've got trucks, we've got vans, we've got trailers, we've got right. everything you could possibly need to get around these grounds. This ground and soil of white supremacy has emerged a black genius uh, who is consumed with and obsessed with excellence and to see this arise so that he can curate uh, cinema, visions, images of not only black folk but whoever comes here. Uh, he's a broad-minded uh, young man. He's an incredible artist and a determined entrepreneur and to see this rise up out of his mind first before it came from the soil is especially, especially great. How many people wanted to be here for this? How many people showed up for this? Because because everybody realized the magnitude of this. I may never see someone else do this in my lifetime. What's personally what's special is uh, uh, Miss Carol passed away this week. Yes. And Tyler had already decided to honor her with one of the studios. So it flat made me flash back to when I got a chance to work with her and how wonderful a person she is. You know, that woman picks up the phone and calls you on Christmas Day uh, and just say, hello, babe, I'm just thinking about you. So it's just great to be a part of uh, this historic event where uh, we can empower future generations to know that, you know, these artists um, made the way, prepared the way, and uh, you can do it too. So it's a great night. God is using him not only in Atlanta, not only in the state of Georgia, but in all of the United States and the world. God is using him. His life is a legacy, and it is showing these other young men that it is no secret what God can do. The fact that it's in Atlanta, and it's it's bigger than most studios in L.A., Oh yeah. and, and it's an African-American male that did it, by himself. I mean, he had help along the way, but it was his vision, and he brought it to life. Even when everybody told him, no, he couldn't do it, don't buy the property, uh, he did it. He took a chance on himself, and, I mean, this is the result. Listen, I just love the fact that you have all these folks here in Atlanta, right? We're not in New York, we're not in L.A., you know, we're here in Atlanta, you have the tops in the business. I don't care if it's Hollywood, entertainment, politics, they are here, and that's incredible. That's a huge statement to Tyler and what he's accomplished. You have a good I, I love Tyler. He's uh, a great American success story. He is an American treasure. More importantly, he's a good person, and he happens to be very talented, a great visionary, and he's very inspiring. Well, I mean, ultimately, what, what does Tyler Perry mean to the grand scheme of Hollywood and the, the way he's, he's... He's a player. He's a player. He's in there. 
Jacques Hall. I'm so happy for Tyler. I'm so proud of him. This means so much to our community, to black people, black women. I'm just, I'm honored to be amongst this group and knowing that years and years after I'm long dead and gone, somebody will walk by my little stage and be like, oh my God, who is that? And somebody will have to explain it. So therefore, I'll still live. And that's a really surreal feeling. Can you imagine what it's going to be like just watching everybody crazy? Is it going to be embarrassing? Is it going to? How's it going to feel to you? No, you know what it, well, I want it to feel like? I want it to feel like inspiration for everybody that's here. There are a lot of people here that I feel like have incredible dreams and are movers and shakers in life. And I feel like if they can leave here the way I left the Oprah's Legends Ball, it's going to be incredible. Incredible. That's wonderful. Yeah. You got Oprah here too, so yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the What Are You Thinking About segment for this October 8th edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're going to take our first break of the night. When we come back, we're getting right into our interview with my good friend, artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Anthony White. Man, let me tell you, if you want to make a comment, ask a question about anything we covered during uh, tonight's show, just send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com. Drop us a line on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page at facebook.com, facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show, or tweet us at TOL Radio Host MSN. Hit us up on Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN or TOL or the TOL Radio Show. We love to hear from you. Do that, do that, guys. We love to hear from you. We're going to take our first break of the night. When we come back again, we get right into my interview with my good friend, Anthony White from the Detroit Youth Choir. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, 
with the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is radio host Michael Nimmons, and yes, it's tax time. Haven't filed yet? No worries. We've got the place for you. Consumer Tax Clinic. Take it from someone who knows. They will sit down with you, go over your return, give great advice, and look for the best possible return options. Let the experts at Consumer Tax Clinic help you get the refund you never thought you could. They did it for me. Let them do it for you. Call Consumer Tax Clinic at 248-395-0078. That's 248-395-0078. Or visit their website at ConsumerTaxClinic.com. That's ConsumerTaxClinic.com. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. All right, we are back on um, another great edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and I have got a very special guest on the line uh, on tonight, and he is no stranger to um, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. He's no stranger to the city of Detroit, and he is definitely no stranger to uh, America. In fact, um, he is... um, um, a very special individual to a lot of people, and I'm so happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show on tonight. He is the artistic director uh, for the Detroit Youth Choir. You know him. I know him. Everybody knows him. It's direct artistic director, Anthony White. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Anthony. Thank you. Hey, how you doing, Mike? Glad to be back. I'm sure you're used to hearing uh, hearing a lot of applause here lately, man. You've been uh, just uh, <laughs> everywhere. Uh, you, you've been you popping up everywhere, man. You know you're getting accolades and awards, and 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 it's just a it's just uh, it's just really amazing. You know I'm just so uh, proud of you. I, I you know I talk about uh, call you guys my adopted choir um, <laughs> because uh, you you are that special. To me and the and the Thinking Out Loud radio show, but you're special to a lot of people. How, how does all this feel for you? Well, you know, Mike. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me, and uh, I just want to say uh, the support from you and the city of Detroit has been magnificent. Uh, you know, the ride has been so amazing. I'm very, very happy for our young people to actually experience this journey. And you know, you know, just it's it's beyond words. I can't even I can't even say. <laughs> I know, I know. You probably had some speechless moments, man. Um, where, yeah, some speechless moments where 
um, where you just, you know, it was, it was just happening. Things were happening that was just beyond your uh, comprehension. And we're going to get to all of that in this um, edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. But as I said, we're calling this Life After America's Got Talent. And Anthony's been on the show. He's no stranger to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Um, he's been on several times before. First time we had him on, it was a <clears throat> actually the first time they were auditioning on uh, America's Got Talent. We're trying to raise some funds so they could go uh, to Cincinnati, Ohio, where they were going to audition. And um, they were able to get the funds they need. I think it was somewhere around $5,000 or so uh, to 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 raise the funds and, 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 and to audition there. But unfortunately, they did not make it to the show. Um, but, you know, they decided to they decided to give it another go. And uh, this the second time around, they um, they auditioned and actually made it to the stage and not only made it to the stage, but made it to the finals. And they were uh, the runners up to Cody Lee, uh, who was the winner of America's Got Talent. I mean, (laughs) how does that feel, Anthony? How does that feel, man? You were the runner up on America's Got Talent. We uh, we worked so hard, Mike, and to actually have that opportunity to come in second to one of the one of the most phenomenal uh, artists of our time. I mean, Cody Lee is like one of the best singers slash um, young savant that we've ever met. I mean, he's not only blind; he's autistic. And for him to overcome those odds, Mike, it's it's so it's so amazing. And that means that the Detroit Youth Choir was extraordinary ourselves. Oh, absolutely. 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 You guys just <clears throat> you guys represented not only yourselves well, but you represented the city of Detroit well. And I don't I, and and you know you you were not just representatives of Detroit, and you know I, I, you and I have talked um, uh, off air about you know what I think of the choir and all the things that I think are great about you guys. Um, but they're just remarkable young people. They're not, they're not remarkable performers, but they're just remarkable young people in general, wouldn't you say? Yeah, uh, each one of our young people, they are. Um, they are entertainers. They're scholars. They are uh, magnificent young people that work that work so hard together. They work so hard together during a four week stay in L.A. that I don't even think I could have done it if I was their age. Right. They were just every time you saw them, they they had um, you know positive responses. They they were very articulate. Um, you know they were. And and I'm sure because you were there with them, um, you, they were well behaved uh, young people. They weren't there clowning, and 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 then you, when you look at how polished their performances were, because you guys did some very, <laughs> you guys did some very very complicated, um, um, you know, performances. You know, stepping and routines. I mean, 
and you didn't see kids that were, you know, tripping over themselves and falling down and, you know, embarrassing the choir. I mean, they, they were on it. They were on it. I mean, what what do you attribute that to? Well, first of all, it was our staff. We, uh, Mike, we have a wonderful staff of very intellectual uh, people, very much intellectual people. Like we have um, four, we have three choreographers that was there, a couple of theater directors, one of the assistant choir directors, Michael Cross, he was there. And we had uh, our director of operations, uh, Stephen Shepard, and some disciplinarian people. We had a we had a whole team of people to keep them in line, guys. Mm, wow. A whole team of people that we didn't see. <laughs> but... Yeah, a lot of people a lot of people don't know about that. Right. But but you know that that's a great segue into what we actually want to start off talking about because you have been working with this choir uh for 20 years, right? Yes, 20 it looked like it's 20 plus if you ask me because I was actually a member of this organization oh. as a young man, as a young man. So, um, you know, it, it, it really speaks to, you know, what we what America saw on the stage really speaks to um, the, the, the quality of the organization um, that goes on behind the scenes. And and you guys, again, not only represented Detroit yourselves well, you represented Detroit well. And, and I just love the fact that your name. Um, you you have the city incorporated into your name. I think that's part of the success, you know, that you guys have received and achieved because you're 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 Detroit Youth Choir, you know, and everything that you've you receive from the city and from other places, um, they feel like they're giving it back to themselves because of it. Wow, yeah, and and you know, um, before it was the Detroit Youth Choir. Uh, we were the Detroit Children's Concert Choir under the direction of uh, Fleming J. Ivory. And um, and when I tell you, uh, Mr. Ivory, when he handed the keys over to the organization, he actually handed over a great opportunity for more young people to come, uh, you know, in the coming years. So at the time, I didn't realize that, Mike. <laughs> Wow. What an awesome organization. And you guys are a nonprofit, right? We're a 501c3 organization. Uh, and we, you know, before the endowment, before the endowment, we were working on a small budget uh, for going on maybe 20 years. Just a very modest budget. Right, right. Uh, and we're going to get to that endowment, uh, but, but, I want to start here. You know, you said you you started with the Detroit Youth Choir as a member, uh, and and you kind of come up through the ranks. So I want I want you to really share with our listeners, you know, what that was like for you starting out uh, as a member of the Detroit Youth Choir, coming from humble beginnings. You know, you talk about a modest but a modest budget. You know, before this this endowment that we're going to talk about later on. Um, but I want you to really share with our listeners 
more about the history of the Detroit Youth Choir as we talk about life after America's Got Talent. Yes. Yeah, so um, when I was around 19, 20, 21, around that age, uh, I was actually I was actually a uh, vocal coach with the Detroit Children's Choir, and uh, I was up under the leadership of Fleming Ivory. Uh, and you know, he always saw he always saw in me that I had more to give. Uh, so he would let me direct different songs or do different things with the choir. So one day he he decided, hey, look, you know, I want to take my family and we're going to move to Memphis, Tennessee. And it's up to you what you do with the organization, but I have to go. He handed me the keys and he handed me a small budget. I think it was about maybe $200 or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, he was like, well, man, you got to, you got to kind of do do your own thing. He said, I'll, I will assist you and give you advice, but, you know, me and my family, we got to go. So uh, needless to say, I lost over half the choir when he left. So I had to build, I had to build uh, from seven kids. Uh, and, you know, I, I just took those seven kids and I, I did a concert. I made the best of it. And year after year, I started recruiting some of the best talent in the city. And I think it was only because I was a young man that I can gather this talent. Um, so we de- we developed our style. And what everybody saw on AGT was our Detroit Youth Choir style. So that's pretty much uh, our story in a nutshell. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow. And, and this is a story that has not yet been told you know um one thing about success is that people people appreciate it um you know and people when people see it uh on the other side of it they 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 don't normally see it from from the from the start the humble beginnings and and it's only when you have an opportunity to really share you know how you guys got started and where you came from that you're really able to appreciate where you are now um, and, and it's a tremendous, tremendous story. Um, and I'm so happy that you're on the show on tonight to really share that with our listeners. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, my man, Anthony White. Um, he is just doing a phenomenal job with these young people. And um, just again, so happy to have him on the show. And he's really been sharing with us some of the humble beginnings of uh, the Detroit Youth Choir, a tremendous nonprofit organization right here in the city of Detroit. Um, But, you know, life hasn't always been glamorous for you uh, or the DYC. So, you know, um, what what are some what are some experiences, uh, you know, you you share with us uh, some of your humble beginnings and, you know, you said you had a concert with seven young people um you know starting out what are some other experiences that might come to mind early on uh and and your tenure as the artistic director of the detroit youth choir to stand out in your mind well what people don't really know mike is that uh as a young man 
well, a young African American man over a youth organization, a lot of people don't don't really want to open the doors for you. A lot of people actually shut the doors. And to any young uh, African American male or young lady that wants to start a nonprofit, it is very hard. So there was a lot of doors shut in my face, Mike, and I had to just keep going. I couldn't give up on the kids. The kids were my mission. The kids were my destiny, you know. So I, I just kept going and going and and producing great shows. And uh, people told me to give up, Mike. People told me to quit. But I kept going and going. And, and quitting is not an option because I dedicated my life after high school, after college, I dedicated my life. You know, I have a wife and a daughter, and they had to sacrifice also. So it, it's, it's, it's a big deal, you know. Um, and when that golden buzzer was sounded, you know, was was hit at the America's Got Talent uh, audition, it, that really did change my life. Mm. Wow. I can imagine. I can imagine. And, and it definitely leads me to my next question for you. Do you feel like do you feel like you're reaping um, some of the fruits of the seeds that you've sown uh, in this choir? You know, some of the things that, you know, the, like you said, you know, the sacrifices that you've made uh, early on. Do you feel like you're reaping some of the benefits of that uh, now that, you know, your choir has experiences, the successes it, it has? Yes, I believe that everything is coming full circle for our organization. Uh, we've knocked on, like I said, we knocked on so many doors in the city, and you have some people that really support us, but you also have those that, you know, kind of doubt, um, you know, can this can this man lead this organization? Can he do what it takes to be successful in this uh, in this nonprofit world? But uh, as I can, all I have to say to people is watch America's Got Talent clips. <laughs> you know, all I, that's all I can say is, you know, we got vi- we got YouTube videos of what we do here in the city of Detroit, Mike. Don't 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 don't, don't, don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. Miss the college and pro football kickoff show featuring former all-pro wide receiver Derek Mason. Of course, man, I cannot let you go without talking a little bit about what's going on with uh, Jay-Z and the NFL. Catch it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Radio.com and MichaelNimmons.com. Jay-Z said, you know, we're past Nillin. So, Jay-Z, you may be past Nillin, but the guys that are still Nillin, the guys that are still fighting for injustice, they're not past Nillin. Everybody's screaming that, oh, Jay-Z's at the table now. We should be happy that one of us is at the table. Just because you're at the table... Doesn't mean we all eat this fact. You send it in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. 
You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Cracking Planet Earth is your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemitz. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. I know you're enjoying our interview with my good friend, artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Mr. Anthony White. Let's get back into this powerful and inspiring interview. Absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of those videos, man, you know, uh, your golden buzzer videos, your quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals videos, I'm sure have all gone viral by now, man. They have all over the all over the world. Not just the country, but the world. The world, man. And uh and I'm just so proud of my kids because they had to endure me for four weeks out in LA. So, you know, we never we never been on the West Coast and uh this was our first time, um, well, maybe our second time going out there, and we stayed for four weeks. So this was a big thing for them, a very big thing. Right, and share with, share with our listeners uh, how, you know, what that was like. You know, you said you were out there for four weeks. You know, I'm sure they want to know what some of the, you know, uh, behind-the-scenes exclusive uh, insights into America's Got Talent. You know, we all know what goes on on the stage and what we see that's televised, but tell us some of the things that we don't know uh, that, you know, might be interesting to those that are listening to your interview on tonight. Well, Mike, our our stay, our four-week stay in, in, uh, in L.A., first of all, we stayed at the, the luxurious uh, Lowe's Hollywood Hotel, uh, we stayed there three weeks, and we moved to the uh, to the Roosevelt Hotel uh, for our fourth week. So, I mean, just staying with the kids, you know, getting to really know what their ins and outs, uh, what they were, uh, getting to uh, sit and talk with them on a more deeper and personal level as a choir. You know, we found out we found out a lot of interesting things about each other. Um, you know, uh, I want to give a big shout out to. Uh, it was a food, a food, uh, a restaurant there in L.A. that supplied us food. You know, as a group, uh, maybe four or five times while we were there. I want to shout out the Kresge Foundation, who donated ten thousand dollars, and you know, just all of the private uh, funders and donors here in the city. 
who reached out to us was so amazing. You have Chris Lambert of the Life Remodel, uh, Jim Means of uh, Ways and Means Foundation. They gave thousands of dollars. And, I, I mean, the outpouring of love uh, that we felt there in L.A. was amazing. But just being there, Mike, was just an uh, – it was like a life-changing uh, um, experience for these for me and the kids. Right, right. And you and I have talked, um, you know, off-air. You know, we talked off-air during uh, your run uh, in L.A. And you mentioned that even the young people, um, they got a stipend from America's Got Talent, right? Yes, yes. They got par diems. Explain to our listeners what 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 is that? Oh, the par diems. Uh, our students receive par diems weekly from America's Got Talent, meaning that uh, the uh, organ the organization America's Got Talent uh, gave our kids like individual uh, food stipends uh, for their stay there. Um, I think it was like two hundred or two fifty a child. And also some of our staff uh, received par diems as well. So our kids were well taken care of uh, by AGT, and I really want to give it up for the AGT staff and crew and the host, Terry Cruz, for loving on us. They really embraced Detroit. They really love Detroit, Mike. Wow. And, and guys, this was a weekly stipend. This wasn't just – a uh, per diem, uh, <laughs> a one uh, a one time per diem. This was a weekly per diem that these young people got for as long as they were in Los Angeles. That is truly, truly amazing. We got we're sharing with you guys. We we hope you're enjoying this interview on the night, guys, because you're getting a behind the scenes peek at what goes on on America's Got Talent. You know. I'm sure there's some individuals on uh, listening on tonight that you know want to want to know what it's like, and they might even be interested in in uh, testing the waters themselves. You know, so we're go- we're so very happy to have the artistic director Anthony White of the Detroit Youth Choir on the show with us on tonight. Man, he's just really been sharing with us some insights from behind the scenes of America's Got Talent, and uh, the show is called Life After AGT. We want to get into some of that in just a little bit but before we do anthony um you also have a regular job you know and um <laughs> um um amidst all of this success and amidst all of the things that you've been able to do with america's got talent and the detroit youth choir you have a regular job um tell our listeners about that job and how long you've had it and 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 what and what is your future going to look like uh after America's Got Talent? Well, um, my my job, uh, I work as a music uh, instructor, uh, well, a vocal music instructor in uh, Oak Park School District, the elementary side. And I really, really miss my kids. I miss my students. But at this point uh, in, in, in the Detroit Youth Choir's career, I have to actually stop working. My, I have to... Um, concentrate on business at hand for our organization. Now, um, I want to give a shout-out to Superintendent Hitchcock, uh, Jamie Hitchcock. She has 
allowed me to be off from work as long as uh as long as I'm you know working with uh the Detroit Youth Choir to kind of get our business together and then she she will open the door back up possibly in a few months or whenever however long it takes that's it yes and uh Old Park School District is one of the best districts uh in the state of Michigan and I just want to show my love to Oak Park. Uh, they really, really, really stood behind me during this time. Wow. That's tremendous to be able to be away from your job um, <laughs> for a few months, you know, not just a few weeks or a couple days, but a few months um, because of um, some very extenuating circumstances, you know, uh, that being uh, you you made it to the finals of America's Got Talent. I mean, that is <laughs> that is some kind of uh, some kind of boss, some kind of employer. So shouts out to uh, the superintendent of Oak Park, uh, uh, Oak Park uh, School District. Um, I know that. Um, that they appreciate you. The city of Detroit appreciates you uh, and loves you. You guys have received a number of uh, um, accolades and, and, um, and, and awards and, you know, uh, from the city of Detroit, directly from the mayor, from the city council. I want you to share with our listeners, you know, what was some of those things like for you? You know, you guys are believe received the spirit of, Detroit Award, you've received the key to the city, um, you know, and 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 then, of course, uh, on that Friday, the Friday after you came back from America's Got Talent, being the runner up to Cody Lee, who got the million dollar prize, you, along with everybody else here in the city, had no idea what was about to happen. Tell us about. <laughs> Tell us about that event that took place in Campus Marshes where you guys got the surprise of your life. Well, wow, that day will stand in the, the history of Detroit. Um, that was the day where I finally realized that, wow, Mr. White or Anthony or whatever they call me. <laughs> Realize, like, wow, you have arrived. You are, you are a, um, a game changer. The Detroit mm. Youth Choir is a game changer, and just to be in that audience, well, to be in front of an audience down the campus marshes was amazing, Mike. It was, it was breathtaking to see how many people in this city actually support young people and what, and and also support the people that work with young people. Uh, and to get the key to the city was the most important part of that day rather than the, I mean, other than the million-dollar endowment, but the key to the city uh, represented, wow, we, we're we here. We're we're actually here to stay. And, uh, and, and, it's, and I know that it's my job to keep our organization going no matter what. And uh, <laughs> the endowment came later. We did. We didn't win in L.A., but we won here in Detroit, and that's what's that's really what's important right there. I mean that, yeah. Right, right. Uh, that that right there, 
um, because you, along with everybody else, when watching the show, um, we know what the we know what the prize was. Uh, it was a million dollars to uh, whoever the winner was, and nobody had an idea. I guess except those that were organizing uh, the celebration on Friday had no idea that uh, what was coming. And um, when I got the news that you guys had gotten a million dollar endowment and and just to just to give people an insight into what an endowment is, it is not just a one time um, donation, uh, but this is. Uh, 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 an endowment into perpetuity, which means that for as long as the Detroit Youth Choir is in existence, that million dollars will be there, and 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 they will if if it, it you know as they spend it, the money will be replaced. And I told Anthony offline and off air that this you the Detroit Youth Choir instantaneously became an institution. On, on that Friday, September, I believe it was the 17th or 18th, you guys became an institution in the city of Detroit for young people r- right here in this city to be a part of because you have that kind of money behind you. And that right in, in and of itself is truly amazing. It is, Mike. And I'm, I'm just so thankful. I mean, I can, I can literally – just rattle off all the names that uh, that was on that endowment, but I'll be here all day. Just to, just to, you know, I just want to show all of our sponsors, um, all of our endowment uh, donors, and everybody. I just want to say we love you. Thank you for your support. I mean, the Skillman and Kresge and Huntington Bank. Uh, I mean, just just to name a few, you know. For them to be able to pull together that kind of prize money, that kind of donation in just a matter of days is truly, truly remark is phenomenal. I cannot even I mean, you know, <laughs> when when they said we are giving the Detroit Youth Choir a million dollar endowment, we're not that that to me is greater than the prize that Cody Lee got. Because this 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 is yeah, <laughs> it's not a one time donation that they're saying that we are going to be behind you guys for as long as you guys are in existence, and that guarantees that you that guarantees that you're not going anywhere. It guarantees that the Detroit Youth Choir will be here in perpetuity, and um and and that that shows that should show you just how important you are to the city of Detroit um, and how much the city truly loves you guys. Thank you so much. And and to add to that, Mike, uh, um, just to get a call from Ford Motor Company, where the Ford Fund, um, Pamela Alexander, she called me while I was in L.A. and just asked me, what do I need? The next thing I know, we have a van. How about we have our own DYC van uh, sponsored by Ford. The They gave Yes, they gave each and every one of our kid, uh, one of our singers, a thousand dollar scholarship, so they can unlock when they go to college. Amazing, amazing, amazing! <laughs> Tr- 
truly, truly amazing. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with artistic director for DYC, the Detroit Youth Choir, <laughs> on uh, Mr. Anthony White on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. He's no stranger to our radio show, no stranger to the city of Detroit, and no stranger to this country. Uh, just made uh, a name for himself and for our city on America's Got Talent. Just truly, truly proud of him and the young people of the Detroit Youth Choir and sharing with us some of the behind-the-scenes uh, uh, insights into the into the America's Got Talent, as well as talking about life after AGT. Now, I want you to also start, I want you to share with our listeners uh, some of the calls that you've gotten, um, you know, after America's Got Talent. You shared with me one call that um, was just truly amazing, and I'll, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you share that, but, um, you know, life after America's got talent, you know, you, you're, you're debating about, you know, what your job future is going to be like, um, you know, because of, uh, the things that, that you're doing with, um, uh, with the Detroit youth choir. I think I heard through the grapevine that, um, your, your choir is booked all the way up to, uh, to 2020 now. I'm correct. Or, 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 or oh, oh, wow. You know, um, so I want you to really just share with our listeners um, what what is life like after America's Got Talent? Well, um, life is so grand. And to actually get a call from uh, the parade company and the hobnobble gobble and um the different events around the city. I, I I believe that we're getting a uh we're opening up for Serena Williams uh on October I believe it's twenty eighth or twenty second or something. Uh we're opening up for Serena Williams down at the uh the tennis star down at uh the Masonic Temple and it's a big time it's a big time event down there and they want, and of course they want the, the one of the best choirs in the country to go down there and sing for them. So, <laughs> so th- that's that's like walking into our world right now. And the best thing, Mike, about everything, we have uh, gained another fifty to sixty young people added onto our uh, forty-eight or 50, well fifty-two that went to LA. We have now. Over a hundred young people in our organization. <laughs> wow, you knew that was going to happen. You knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I'm so my heart is just so filled with joy to know that. Wow, I have almost two choirs in one. And now we have the Detroit Youth Choir Mass Choir. Mm. <laughs> yep. So I mean, it's a, it's going to be a great adventure. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. 
award-winning journalist, Carolyn Clifford. As journalists, we just have to keep doing what we're doing day in and day out. And all we can do is report the truth in a non-biased manner, and everything else will work itself out. Activist and thought leader, Marcia L. Dyson. Obviously not Nancy Pelosi, because again, because of social media, she said what she said, but that she's not going to be the one who stopped uh, her colleagues from not only thinking out loud, but talking out loud, whoever they are, authentically. Pastor and intellectual, Dr. Frederick Haynes III. In the black church, according to the uh, brilliant author and historian and scholar L.H. Welchel, uh, he said the black church was born as a protest movement. Uh, that's the reason the black church came to be. And if we're going to be honest to uh, scripture, I mean, the church itself uh, came out protesting. It was a movement of prophetic witness uh, to, you know, the insurrection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in custom-made, all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I hope you enjoyed our interview with my good friend, artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Mr. Anthony White. Let's hear the conclusion of this powerful and inspiring interview. Wow. Um, now, that wasn't the call I was referring to, but uh, I didn't know about the Serena Williams. But but uh, tell our listeners about the phone call you told me about uh, and and. Uh, you know that that's the call that that that's truly amazing. Well, look, I I believe the call that you're talking about, it it could be one of five things, but uh, I can tell you one performance that we're doing that's very very um, exclusive um, is the Ford uh, unveiling of a new vehicle, uh, November 16th through the 18th, back in LA, and actually that performance right there will actually send 40 of our young people back back to LA along with uh, me and some staff members and we're going to uh, put on another uh, great showing in LA and also we're going to Vegas um, <laughs> we're opening up for uh, Cody Lee at the Paris uh, Casino Hotel from November 7th through the 10th 
And that's a big deal. Wow. And that's still not the phone call I'm talking about. The phone call I <laughs> The phone call I'm talking about is from Netflix. The Netflix phone call. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. So yes, the Netflix phone call they're looking for a young man from a choir to actually be in the movie. Um and that's what people are doing right is doing right now, Mike. Uh they're calling our organization because they've seen us on TV, so they want to know, hey, do you have the next uh, Denzel Washington or do you have the next Halle Berry or uh, who's the new person out here now, um, Idris Alba or, you know, do you have the next star? So we're getting a lot of calls from movie companies and uh, music companies. So, yeah, this is what this is what it's turned into now. It's, it's, uh, we are a full-service entertainment organization. <laughs> I like how you put that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you got to right, you got to start thinking bigger than just what you're doing. Man, that is tr- that is tremendous. That is tremendous and it all, and it, it shows you where your head is at. You already you already thinking full service entertainment company. Uh that is that that's that's tremendous. And the next thing now I, I spoke I spoke some of this into existence. I told you that God was going to blow your mind. I said that I said that to you uh, several times, and um, and He has truly done that in in a number of ways. Um, and so and and continuing to do so, uh, just uh, just tremendous. And and it's because of your your dedication, because of your commitment to uh, these young people uh, that I believe. Um, this is really paying off for you. And uh, I just, again, I'm so godly proud of, of you. And, and it really speaks to, um, it speaks to your level of commitment and dedication to what you do, because you weren't doing it for a paycheck. You weren't doing it for a pat on the back. You weren't doing it for recognition, but you were doing it because you felt like the young people in our city needed, needed this. And, and it took it might have taken, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years for you to get to this point. But this is where you are. And it is truly, truly phenomenal. Wow. Yes. And, and you know, with, with support from uh, radio hosts like you um, and other, you know, other hosts, you guys are actually uh, setting the bar of. Uh, letting others know that there's people like me here, right here in the city that's doing great things. But if don't nobody really notice us, how are we going to, uh, how are we going to be heard? How, how, you know, if it weren't for Michael Nimmons, you know, um, you wouldn't know about Anthony White or the Detroit Youth Choir or things like that. So uh, hats off to you, Mike. Hey man, I I appreciate it, and I just remember um, being in that office max, uh, you know, two years ago, <laughs> and and standing there, I was there for another reason, and and you were like, Mike, um, I need to talk to you, man. We 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 uh we we need your help, and and I'm standing there trying to figure out, you know, what 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 kind of help can I give, and and um and and just listening to you and. 
and the opportunity just sounded so phenomenal that I wanted to figure out a way that um, that that I could play some small part in you all getting to uh, audition for America's Got Talent, and I'm very happy that we did play a small part in that uh, because uh, that's that's the reason why I do the show that I'm doing now uh, to really promote uh, the best and the brightest, and uh, not just in our city but around the country and even around the world you know um and 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 certainly you got you guys i think are not just detroit's choir but you are america's choir um you 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 have transcended uh this city um in so many ways uh, even though you are detroit youth choir you are now america's choir and um and i just i'm just so excited for you guys thank you so much mike and to the to the listeners out here just know that um, the Detroit Youth Choir is here to stay. Uh, we're not going anywhere, and we're going to continue to work hard for the city of Detroit and for America. So uh, that's that's hearing it from, uh, straight from Mr. White right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, we, know that, we know you guys are not going anywhere. You know, you are the you are the city of Detroit's uh, jewel, and um, and 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 it's just uh, you know you said your choir is now grown by another fifty young people, and I believe it's going to grow even more. It's going to get e- even bigger. You know, the next thing you guys should be looking for is a building, and um, I you know I I see that coming very very soon. You all have the resources now, and who knows. You might you 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 somebody listening tonight might just say you know what we're going to give the Detroit Youth Choir a building, you know, so that they can rehearse and they can they can do what they need to do to grow and become a full service entertainment company, <laughs> right here in the city of Detroit. I know you guys have enjoyed our interview with my good friend, artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Mr. Anthony White. So happy to have had him on. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, man. I just truly appreciate him and all that he is doing in the city. Um, I want you to tell our listeners, I'm sure there might be some parents that are listening on the night that want their children, their young people to be a part of the Detroit Youth Choir. Tell them how they can contact you, how they can reach out, how they their children can be a part. Because, uh, I, I, hey, I know your choir is getting ready to grow even more. I'm telling you. So share with our listeners how they can become a part of the Detroit Youth Choir. Well, to be a part of the Detroit Youth Choir, first of all, we uh, you you may go to our, our website at DetroitYouthChoir.org. So it's DetroitYouthChoir.org, and you can go on there and submit your interest into uh, for our choir. Also, uh, we are having open auditions in January 2020. Uh, you have to stay tuned to our website for that. But um, right now, I, I believe we pretty much closed the door on auditions, but we're going to reopen them uh, in January. And also, Mike, I want to talk about our holiday show, which is December 14th. Uh, it's actually a tribute to Hezekiah Walker, which is a it's it's a very interesting concept uh, that the Detroit Youth Choir we pay we pay homage 
to different artists, and he's one of our artists of the uh, of the year, uh, Hezekiah Walker. Um, information to be announced. Hey, all right, that sounds awesome, and we all love Hezekiah Walker's music, pioneer in gospel music, and and certainly, um, you know. Uh, that's that sounds like a concert that uh, you just definitely cannot miss. Um, again, we have enjoyed having our good friend, artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. Truly blessed by you, and I pray that God will continue to bless uh, the Detroit Youth Choir and really just uh, open up uh, even more doors that you guys cannot even imagine. Um, I just pray that these young people will um, will continually um, be exposed to uh, the best that this this world has to offer, because exposure is so important. The more the more you expose our young people to the success you want them to achieve, uh, the more successful they will they will become. I believe that exposure is the key. Exposure is the key. You have to expose our young people to the success you expect for them to achieve. And that's what you're doing, Mr. White, as Terry Crews calls you. And uh, <laughs> and um, I, um, again, so happy to call you my friend and my brother. And I pray that God will continue to bless you. Thank you for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I appreciate you, Mike. And uh you know, uh, it's been a long journey, but we're here now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Started from the bottom, but now we're here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, guys, that was the interview. And, uh, I, again, thank you, uh, Anthony, for being on the show. We appreciate it. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's the anniversary show featuring meteorologist Denise Isaac and the music of lyricist Ty Scott King. from NBC 10's Boston, Denise Ice. What advice would you give a young person looking to get into this profession? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. So continue to work hard. It's not easy. Uh, you may have to move to different cities, but it's okay. Really stay humble, you know, and, and learn as much as you can. Learn from others. Don't gossip. 
because once again, it's a small business. You may think you will never see uh, this person again, and then all of a sudden, guess what? You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show for over 10,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. It's time, 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 for the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week. My thought for this week comes from another one of my favorite scriptures found in Proverbs the 18th chapter, verse number 16, where it reads, A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. You know, when I examine this scripture, I cannot help but think that this is what director Anthony White and the Detroit Youth Choir are experiencing right now. Their tremendous gift of music and performing arts is now starting to make room for them and putting them in front of some great men and women and this is the benefit that comes with God's gifting it is infectious and attractive to everyone in fact another scripture speaks of what our responses should be as it relates to the attractiveness of our gifting Jesus said let your light so shine before men they may see your good works and glorify the father which is in heaven in essence our gifts are not just for us but they're for others And so we are in return obligated to glorify the Father, which is in heaven. 
our gifting speaks directly to our purpose because all of us were created on and for a purpose. No man that is, was, or will ever exist did so without purpose. You did not come into being without purpose, but you can die without ever fulfilling your purpose. And because someone dies without ever realizing or fulfilling their purpose, does not add credence to the atheist or the agnostic's claims that we're all here absent any meaning or purpose. Whether our purpose was realized or not, it's not God's fault, but it's very much our fault. Because when he gave us this precious gift of life, he also gifted us with a purpose to make the gift of life even more meaningful and productive. And our lives should be spent pursuing the purpose that God has given us to fulfill. That is the greatest expression of gratitude that we can show the God who gave us the gift in the first place. In fact, the parable of the talent speaks directly to the significance of purpose in each of us, as well as making sure to never discount the magnitude of the gift because of the size or the quantity. As the parable chronicles, a traveler came into a city where he gave three servants gifts of varying degrees and amounts. He gave one servant five talents, another two, and to the other one. It was their job to multiply those talents upon the master's return. The Bible said the servant with the five talents added to his an additional five, and likewise the servant with the two added an additional two. But the servant with the one talent hid his talent because he was only given one and obviously didn't think much of his gift. Upon the master's return to collect on his talents, the servant given five reported with ten talents. The servant with two reported with four talents. But the servant with one talent confessed to bearing his talent, thus disobeying his master's instructions. Unfortunately for him, unlike the other two servants who were rewarded handsomely with great gifts and more responsibility, the servant who hid his gift was called wicked and slowful, and his gift was taken from him and given to the servant with ten talents. And this wicked and slowful servant was cast into outer darkness where the Bible says there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Sounds like an awful and dreadful place that's prepared for those who squander and waste the gifts that God has given them. That is definitely not the place where I want to be, nor do I want that to be the final summation of the life that God gave me to live. I want to spend every day being about the business of living on purpose, which means I'm not wasting time, I'm not procrastinating, I'm not letting grass grow under my feet, but I'm endeavoring to live a fulfilled, empowered, and inspired life so that not only will men see our good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven, but God will ultimately say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Now I will make you ruler over many. Enter thou into the joy of of the Lord.
I want to give a special thanks to artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Mr. Anthony White, for being on the show with us on tonight. We truly, truly appreciate him being on and sharing with us what life is like after America's Got Talent. We hope you continue to support the Detroit Youth Choir. If you're a parent or a guardian and you're listening on tonight and you want to get your young person involved in DYC, just go to www.detroityouthchoir.org. That's DetroitYouthChoir.org to get more information about how your youth can be involved in this worthwhile Detroit-based nonprofit organization. You'll be certainly glad that you did. Again, special thanks to all who posted, shared, retweeted, liked, commented about this week's show. We truly, truly appreciate it. Let's keep it up. If you keep sharing, we'll make sure to bring you the best guests delivering their best thoughts that you can only find right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you for tuning in to this week's show. We truly appreciate it. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Your support helps us to increase our exposure across the world wide web. So until next time, always remember, if you can think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle within your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free and introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.